Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whatever Drake said in that song. And welcome back to another diary entry by yours truly. I don't know why I insist on singing episode after fucking episode when I know I can't sing. But welcome back to another diary entry by yours truly, me, Tapelo. I hope you're well and I hope you've had a better week than the last. Um, Today's diary entry, I don't know if it's going to be a long one or not. It's really just all depending on whether I can get my thoughts out in a cohesive manner and in a manner that makes sense. There's also a lot of wind today. And I'm just like, yeah. So it's very distracting. Um, However, today's diary entry is just all about be- being queer and my experience and just being queer in general and how, like, I feel about it. And just, um, I've been watching and it's inspired by the fact that I've been watching this show. Let me rephrase that. This diary entry is inspired by the show that I'm watching. Well, was watching. I just finished the last episode. So am I still watching it or was I watching it? Regardless. Um, called We're Here. It's on HBO. And if you're in South Africa, it's on Showmax. Or, yeah, it's on Showmax. And then if you're anywhere else in the world, it's on HBO. <laughs> um, it's three drag queens. They travel through to different small towns, small countries. Not small countries. Like, small country towns. You know, like, in America, when they say, like, I'm from the country, you know? <laughs> yeah, so it's, I don't know how to make that make sense. But they travel to small countries in America. That sounds so fucking dumb. Yeah, America's a weird place. Hey, like, why don't they say villages or some shit like that? Like, my God. But anyway, they travel to small countries in America. And they do um, big drag shows. They get, like, a few queer individuals from the community as well as a heterosexual person, you know, to come perform at the drag show as an ally and just, you know, be a voice to the queer people in that community because the uh, communities they go to are very, very small, very aged, not aged, man, but, like, very, have a very aged way of thinking. Um, they still very much, you know, believe that being gay is a sin and, like, if you're gay, you're an abomination and you're gonna go to hell and so on and so forth. Um, and obviously, you know, everybody has a right to their own opinions, but some opinions are just a bit wayward, but that's not the point of... Actually, that is a big part of this, um, episode. So they do that and it just... (sighs) These past two weeks, even before I started watching the show, I just have been feeling such a big heftiness. I mean, one thing about me, I will make up words that do not exist. Okay, that's basically what making up words means. It makes means making something that's not there. Anyway, I'm having this very heavy feeling of I just somehow want to change, like the queer community and like change how the world views it and obviously i'm just such a small insignificant like little spickle in this big ass fucking world um and sometimes it's really just like i don't know how to do it um you know like obviously starts more like also please if you're listening and you're queer and like you want queer friends and like you just wanna you know have somebody you can talk to online it's just like please hit me up in the dms t-h-a-p-e-l-o capital letter l-e-k on twitter on Instagram, it's Tapelo's Diary for the podcast specifically. And then my personal Instagram is THXPLO. Nothing much happens there, but I do check my DMs quite often there as well. So, honestly, like, if you just want... And or if you know how we can slowly but surely start fucking changing the world. And, like, 
I don't know, like pushing the gay agenda more, even more than it's being pushed in South Africa, that would be great. Hit me up. Um, so yeah, they share a lot of deep stories and a lot of stories about how they grew up and how some people in the town have um, treated them. There's one specific episode that stood up out for me. And it's not even spoilers, like honestly, it's a basically a documentary series. It's not a documentary series, but it's like it's a reality show. So it's not like <gasps> it's nothing shocking. Like anything I'm gonna tell you now, it's yeah, it's not a spoiler. But one episode that st- stood out for me was when they went to this town and the P they like were going around to ask, you know, hi, do you know the theater we can perform at? And you know, yada yada, because they need space to perform. Went to this place, they got they were asking, Hi, um, you know, do you guys have space? And there was a huge fucking space where they could perform at. And they basically said no and called the cops on them. They literally got the cops called on them just because they're gay. And it's so wild because, like, how do you get called... How do you... Like, how does, how does someone call the cops on you just because you're gay and you're trying to, like, ask them to, you know, just do a cute little drag show at their building, at their facility? Um, And it got me thinking just how being gay queer like however you identify as but being part of the lgbtqi plus community no matter how amazing your coming out story was or how open minded your friends are or how open minded your family is there's this common thread that when you come out the first thing that well not necessarily the first thing but like one thing you'll hear from someone you love or your family like you know someone that loves you is that please just be safe you know please don't get killed or please don't get AIDS and it's like, okay first of all we use protection in these houses okay not houses oh my god it just makes it sound like we go to both tubs I mean some people do just not me personally um you know like just be safe and it's like okay first of all a how do you tell me not to get killed like I, I don't understand like should the teaching not be don't go out there and kill people do you know what I mean um, amongst other things that need to be told, taught in people's households and just the world in general. Um, and also, I think the big, big one is when you tell someone you're gay, like someone that's a bit more conservative, they'll tell you, oh my God, yeah, you're sorry. Like, they won't say it, but like they'll allude to the fact. And also, this is just from my personal experience, things that I've honest to God heard in my personal life from like people in my past that I've come out to. Or at that time, you know, it's how that I'm queer. And they'd be like, oh my God, they say all these crazy things. Um, people will say things like, just don't end up doing drugs. Or just don't end up having AIDS. Or just like, don't end up being a whore. Literally, quite literally, waver bates on, like, in Afrikaans even. Just don't end up being a whore. And you're like, hey boo. That's not, like, that's not all that gay people are. Like, not all gay people are whores. Not all gay people are just throwing themselves into drugs and doing all these crazy things and then what even that's even more fucked up rather is the fact that a lot of these things are caused by society are caused by the things people say in their households and yes i fully agree that we are all grown individuals and we make our own decisions however a lot of people end up doing drugs end up being alcoholics end up doing certain things to numb themselves from their reality like nobody wants to come back home if you didn't hear how much of a sin they are hear how much god hates them or hear how much they're embarrassing you and the community is talking about you and all of these things like nobody wants to hear those things that's why half of the mm, 
half the gay community is on drugs and is drink so much because you're just trying to numb yourself from shit that the world tells you that or you end up in these hyper and again speaking from and also please yo when i said speaking from personal experience i'm not like some of these things i'm not saying now i used to do heavy drugs no i promise i always i've never done drugs in my life okay um however as I was saying, this now is a bit more personal, like from my own experience. You end up in these hyper-masculine situations and environments where you end up doing things to prove yourself because, you know, everybody's telling you being gay is wrong and everybody's telling you being masculine is the right thing to do and playing rugby is the right thing to do and playing sports and, and just, you know, being a typical man is... That's how you... Survivor society, that's how you make it, that's how you get respect, and that's how everybody ends up liking you. So you end up in all of these situations, then you end up doing things to prove yourself, and that's what I ended up doing in high school, especially. I had to be the funniest. I had to, you know, be the best in written arts. I had to, when it came to public speaking, like more written arts and of course, I had to be the best for us. Being a bit funny in class, I had to be the funniest person. I had to be the most talkative because I wanted to be liked. Unfortunately, like, Oaks, being in high school, you want to be liked at the end of the day. Period. Point blank. The end. You want to be popular. You want to be liked. You want to have friends. Nobody's just trying to fucking go through high school. Okay, that shit sucks. High school, and as much as I had a great time, but if I wasn't for all of these things, if I wasn't funny, if... I wasn't popular if I didn't do well in universe, my high school experience would have sucked because a lot of the people there, and especially a lot of the boys, a lot of them have grown up and they're more educated than they were at the time, but a lot of them were homophobic and maybe not, you know, verbatim I hate gays or, um, you know, being gay is wrong, but you could hear in the things they say, you could hear in the questions they ask. I mean, the one time even I almost got into a... <laughs> I'll never forget, and I think I might have told this story in one of the podcasts. However, I'll never forget this one time. It was like, it was break, y'all. This kid, I won't name his name, we'll name him Chuck. Chuck came up to me, very aggressive, like very, very aggressive. Can't really remember how, like, how it got to the point, him being aggressive. But I'm not a very, like, I'm a non like, I'm a very non-confrontational person. So he comes to me on like 10, all up in my face, yelling at me. So I'm like, oh, dude, what the fuck is going on? Like, why are you yelling at me? He starts like, you like, you're gay. Just say it, nigga. You like dick. You're gay. Like yelling at me profusely in my face, telling me that I'm gay, telling me that I like dick, all of these things. Mind you, this was in grade nine and I wasn't out in grade nine. So I'm like, no, I'm not gay. What are you on about? I'm not gay. I'm not gay. And he's yelling, causing this commotion. And then our gym, mm, let me not now start dropping a lot of, because it's raw. But then one of the, like, main teachers in the school comes down, sees what's happening, calls me aside, calls me to his office. <laughs> Oaks, I literally cannot make this shit up. I actually can't believe I've never told any of this story in my life. But I literally cannot make this shit up. Calls me to his office, and he's like, what happened? And I explained the whole story to him, like, exactly what went down, why um, Chuck was being so aggressive. And this teacher, Earth of my life, swear to God, he's like, maybe you should try and make more guy friends. Maybe you should just play rugby instead. So, 
instead of fetching the bully, instead of fetching the person that is attacking me for me being gay, you telling me I need to be more masculine, I need to make more guy friends, I need to stop hanging out with girls more. Guys, <laughs> I've never in my life been so flabbergasted and so confused. I think maybe that's why I didn't tell you, because I was like, that didn't actually happen. Like, what? <laughs> I was not just told off to, like, such a blow up to go make more guy friends and play rugby. What? <laughs> what? Um, yo, where was I going with this thought? Oh, fuck. Fuckery, fuck, fuck. Um, now I have to, like, backtrack. Okay. So I told the story about how in grade 9 that happened. How related to that was because... Yes! Um, so... Yeah, you end up doing all of, all of these things to be liked. You end up being super, super fun. You end up um, working super hard, for instance. Like, that's why you'll never see a poor gay. Because, hey, boo, you needed to prove yourself in some shape, form, or not, um, some shape, form, way, or another. You know, work super hard. Throw yourself into your work. Or, um, you know, you just date everyone. Because you need to prove to your guy friends that, listen, I can get any person I can get in this room, I can do any fucking body I want to date, um, you end up, because also there's this thing that society has done, and for the life of me, I don't understand it, gendering alcohol, like, why is it that there's this image that men can drink more, like, cis men can drink more than the average person, I don't understand it, but then again, you find yourself drinking much more, so you can be able to outdrink the straight guys, because, then they start praising like, oh, yo, you're a Skorak. Okay, I've never heard that in my life. I've never heard. Actually, I have a bit of cold as Skorak at me. Nah, not really. I'm fucking petite. But, <laughs> um, you know, studying all these things to be liked. But then there's the flip side of it. It's the same society that pushed you over the age that judged you to fucking back to the point where you had to do drugs to numb yourself and or created this hyper-masculine, hyper-masculine, environments where you had to do things that are out of character just to prove yourself to fit and to be liked and then they're going to be the same people that are telling you be safe don't do drugs don't drink too much don't become an alcoholic don't go have sex too much don't catch aids um, help me understand how do you not see that this is a result of the things that you have said and the things that you have been pushing down my throat for all of these fucking years because another thing that sucks and that i've noticed of being in Mpupu for the past like nine months i live in a very very small community as well like literally everybody knows everybody and then it doesn't help that my brother is also super super popular my mom also super super popular because they're very friendly very loud very outgoing very bubbly very like <sighs> always chatting to fucking everyone so everyone knows everyone and my mom knows I'm gay, like, and I, my, my mom, my brother knows, they all know I'm gay, and I don't give a shit about what people say about me, or, well, like I've said multiple times, still learning to not give a shit about what people say about me, so when I'm in an environment that allows me to not give a shit, that allows me to wear what I want to wear, to, allows me to express myself the way I want to express myself, it's easy for myself to, to do that, it comes naturally, right? But then when you're in a small community like this, oh my god, Oaks, and I tell you, it literally feels like, um, not even feels like, I am minimizing myself so fucking much, just as I'm not whispered about when I walk past a group of people. Because also remember, I went to a soccer game the one time, 
And then that's when I decided, I was like, yeah, I'll never go to, I'll never go watch soccer here again. Went to soccer, and I really was not even looking like that feminine, to be quite honest. I was, wearing, I was wearing skinny jeans, baby blue, button up, and you know me, one thing about me, my chest was out, honey. I was wearing one very cute, very masculine necklace, actually, one ring, and I had a brush cut. So for the most part, I looked quite masculine. Anyway, walked part of these um, group of niggas. And I remember one of them saying, Yo, what's about a Which roughly translated basically means we're being bewitched. Like we're being sent demonic things our way. Oh, look at demonic. Yo, that's so dramatic, my God. But being sent bad things our way, basically, that's a very rough translation. So just by that already, he's like, Ah, now I wanna get braids. I wanna wear a wig. I wanna, I wanna. It's not going to happen. I'm going to be the topic of conversation every single day. I'm going to open my Facebook and I'm going to see my name. And I'm going to go to the shop. I'm going to hear my name. I'm going to be hearing my family t- members talk about me. I'm going to be hearing family members calling my mom, telling them to dresses this way. Then my mom having to tell them she doesn't care. And that's another thing also. Like, I don't want my mom to be going through shit she doesn't have to go through. Like, there's no need for people to be stressing my mom out about my safety and the things I wear and do and and or do not do. Do you know what I mean? Like, I do not need my mom to be stressing about the fact that people are speaking about her sad because I know that's going to make her sad. No parent wants to hear that their child is being talked negatively about. And this small community is the type of community they will call her. They will tell her. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know, man. It just frustrates me, like, having to fight so hard to prove yourself in this fucking world and having to go through so much every single day just to live, just to be alive. Because there's also this one tweet that says, being visibly queer is choosing happiness. And is what, being visibly queer is like choosing between happiness and your safety. And that fucking sucks. Like that right there, yeah, it's a lot. It's not always a great time this side, but I love it nonetheless. Literally would not trade it for the world. One day I'm going to have a much more in-depth conversation about how I feel like my queerness just really helped with like my journey on my spiritual genius, like my journey with connecting with God and yeah, just, you know, that side of the coin. But for this, yeah, this is it for now. I hope some of it made sense. Um, if it didn't, I'm sorry, I wasted 80 minutes of your time. But yeah, that's what's been on my mind for the past few weeks and it feels good that I hit it out now. It's just, yeah, man, I want to change it. I don't know how, but I know I want to and I need to. And I know we can do it. We all can, man. Like, if you listen to this podcast, like, if you're an actual avid listener of this pod- of this podcast, I genuinely, truly fucking believe we can change the world. Like, from the bottom of my heart. And I know I always say this and it sounds, not even it sounds like I know. And, uh, okay, this is going to be in the next diary entry, I promise. And I'm going to touch on the on this now. It's weird now being the person... How can I put this? Let me try word it right. It's weird almost being the crazy person in the world now. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know when you watch TV and you hear people like... Even in real life, just on the streets, like, speaking shit like this, saying like, the world really can be a better place. We all just love each other and hold each other's hands and, you know, unite, yada, 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 yada. You like, always say... People are crazy and like they live in a utopia that's so unrealistic. I've become that person. <laughs> and it's so crazy to like now see it from my perspective because it's like, it's possible. It actually fucking is possible. And 
the anything that makes it impossible because you can't penetrate it to the highest of powers and i'm not talking about god i'm talking about like the powers on earth like the presidents of the world like if somehow we could convince everyone to just treat each other with love and respect hi already the huge steps would be made but yeah that's a chat for another day um the reason i said that is because if you listen to this pod this podcast um i really believe you're a, a part of the group of people that can change that yeah man anyway till next time ciao be safe love yourself be kind please hey yo be kind and remember you only fucking live once hey literally <laughs> literally okay so yeah go share this follow me on the socials and let's chat in the dms Oaks. i promise i'm like nice <laughs> okay bye